This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Throwback Podcast. My name is Dan Hansis and I'm joined by my bosom buddy, Bob Castrone. Still hate that intro. Not like I like being your bosom buddy. I don't like the phrase bosom buddy. It's a work in progress, but as things stand, that's how I want to introduce you. Just you know, All right, I'll roll with it. Okay, thank you. So there's a lot of tension just starting the show within seconds, 30 seconds in. But this is not the time to squabble, Bob, because the bosses are here. That's right. Where? Two big wigs. <laughs> oh, We're actually honest. bosom buddies ourselves. <laughs> this this might turn into a bosom buddy off. At some Ooh, point. what a battle that would be. The uh, the men behind HeadGum, uh, Jake Hurwitz and Amir Hurwitz. Blumenfeld. <laughs> oh, nice. Dan, yes, Dan just got a, Dan a, got a little they nervous. Are... Dan got a little nervous saying a Jewish last name. I yeah. came through the Hurwitz, though. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jake and Amir, of course, of the uh, If I Were You podcast. Is it the flagship podcast of HeadGum? Let's not be humble at this point. I, 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 hate, to, I hate to rank podcasts. I'll call it the flagship. Okay. Do it. Oh, why yeah, not? Yeah. Who's going to say it's not? Anyway, <laughs> you heard it here from here. John Gabris. Thank you guys. Thank you for having us. Very well, excited. To be yeah, here. welcome to the garage. You're the first people in Dan's garage. This what? is a. I would say this is a better studio than we have at Headgum, and we pay a shit ton of money, <laughs> top dollar. We would say. I you guess guys, your house was probably pretty expensive. <laughs> the house that I rent, I will never own a house, but the the garage itself feels like a nice spot. And as long as there's not a cricket invasion, right, or any type of garage door malfunction, which happened earlier today, it's the spot is fine. It was a bold move when we decided to take this over and we had to throw your son's shit outside and yeah. your wife looked on in horror that we were just like getting rid of his little play area. Covered his eyes. Yep, covered his eyes. This is it. This it's is why did you melt his trophies? That was a weird that was, <laughs> Some say it was a step too far. Yeah. I don't know. Unnecessary. It's kind of a priorities thing because this is about, you know, making money and earning this worldwide recognition. That's true. And you got to go back to the number one ultimately. Absolutely. Of you know, that's it. But so Jake and Amir are here with us. Uh, they've been kind enough to welcome us uh, to the HeadGum Network and and now they have come all the way from the east side of Los Angeles. If you can yeah. believe it. Not an easy feat. Can yeah. I ask you guys a question about that by the way? Sure. Um why did you why did you do it? Why did you why did you Why did we come in? here? Well, there's that. <laughs> a and B, why on earth did you say this is a good idea? Like let's do a podcast with these two bozos. Um I it was during your pitch when we just started talking about like albums that influenced influenced us when we were younger. And then all of a sudden we couldn't shut up about them. And that was when I realized that this would be a great podcast because Yeah. I don't even like music that much. I'm not like a music guy, but I was like, Yeah, the songs that I love, I love. Yeah. Did People you, are just so emotional about music. Yeah. Did you drive here in silence from the uh, side? No, but I drove here to listen to a sports podcast. So <laughs> oh, there Yeah, there we have it. Not his though. Oh, no, no, no. God, no. I'm all NBA right now because it's the postseason. Uh, yeah. Wait, in you're September. not listening to NFL podcasts yeah. in mid-May? <laughs> what the fuck? How, do you, how are you going to know how the third round picks of your favorite teams are panning out? But you got, I mean, your latest episode, you've been doing it for four years, as we learned before the show. Your latest episode entitled Butts and Butts. Yeah, that uh, one. What's that about, by the way? That one, we had four questions, and they all happened to be about farting and butts. Yeah. It was mostly farting or farting and anal. That was uh Oh yeah, anal came up. Anal and then came, up, came somebody up with a nice butt came up and then somebody asked a question about farting and we're like, Oh, there's this this episode's about butts and butts. <laughs> <laughs> was it ever about farting and anal at the same time, or did you guys separate Ooh. those two things? Uh I don't not in this particular episode. But to be fair, almost any episode of our podcast could be called Butts and Butts. <laughs> we answer a lot of ass questions then. Yeah. There's only so many private parts that people inquire about and butts confound and confuse people and yeah. they're often very insecure boobies like, are self-explanatory vaginas are the real enigma yeah that I that's the total Rubik's cube yeah like, total mystery but yeah. butts really confuse people because you're like we get a lot of questions from girls that are like why does my boyfriend want to touch my asshole all the time mm. and then like questions from guys are like how do i convince my girlfriend to let her know yeah that I, yeah, yeah totally it's funny you wouldn't think there would be any connective tissue between uh, what Jake's talking about right now in our podcast, but when we get to the the artist behind today's album, there's a lot of confusion about women and Sir and, Mix a lot. 
Trying, yes, yeah. the, 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 of course. You are not, a goddamn pro at the podcast yeah, hosting. Not a, that was an amazing transition. <laughs> not even, by the way, it's not even Sir Mixlot's uh, breakthrough album. It's the follow-up. The one where he actually yeah. went from butts to tits with oh, put, put him on, on the, the glass. glass. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Look at wow. you guys. Flying. <laughs> anyway, so yes, the, the, the premise of, of our show, less butthole related, more about picking one album from the past. It could be, it could be a generation ago. It could be the 80s. Uh, it usually lands in the 90s, uh, but it can even go in the 2000s. We're going to touch all the decades. The aughts. Uh, the 80s, aughts. 90s, and today. Yeah. We'll touch the aughts. Um, but today's The album. aughts are what I call my butthole. So nice. There you go. Yeah. How many together. do you have, by the way? <laughs> um, 80s, 90s, and today. Today's album. I'm very excited. I, yeah. Again, I'm excited that... Yeah, I don't have a lot of friends anymore. Once you have, I have two, I have a two and a half year old son yeah. and you a have, six months old. You have, a, you have children. Over. You don't need friends. Two it's, best friends, though. But now I consider you guys. Yeah, you guys two just, of my best friends. I also have uh, two boys, and you guys just jumped up to like the wow. top tier of friendship. Wow, yeah. the garage is locked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No way you don't even Holy know shit. where you are. Right you guys now. are sleeping over, right? Uh, I guess I, I will. But I you, sound you really should have. <laughs> what the hell's going on? You're drinking something. You don't know what's in there. There's like a gas seeping in. <laughs> oh, not again. You're done. Um, anyway, so. So these are all albums that mean something to you or meant something to you at a time. And now we're going to go back and listen to it again, the whole mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. sort of, you know, just go back in time, man. Yeah, man. Where, go there. Where we're going to go back in time today is, oh boy, take yourselves there, September 1996. <laughs> <laughs> Let's set the table first, because yes. Bob and I uh, graduated high school together, blah, 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 who gives a fuck, but... We were uh, we were 16 years old when this album came out. I'd say the prime of our friendship. 16. Yeah, We'd probably been friends for a couple yeah. of years at this point. We just started our junior year of high school. Yep. And uh, where were you guys? 96. Uh, September 96, I was starting seventh grade, starting middle school. Starting middle school. I guess I would have been in fourth grade. Jake okay, so, is like I was 44 years old like, what? But starting fourth grade And I should also know The Billy Madison thing September 96 was the first of um, several uh, teenage um, 9-11 premonitions I had Whoa. Oh, wow. Whoa. I'll start right there the, Holy yeah, shit. That happened in September 96 Yeah you should have really done it something It happened in that. September too What a weird coincidence yeah, If you see something say something is what I learned <laughs> I You want to know <laughs> If you see something in your, in your mind Please <laughs> Uh, hey, do you want to know what else happened in September 96? Sure. Uh, what? Uh, rapper Tupac Shakur was shot multiple times in a drive-by shooting in Las Vegas. Died six days later. Yeah. I didn't realize he survived for six days. Yeah. Six days. Yeah, oh, I remember shit. that. He hung on. He's yeah. very Christ-like. I, Be- yeah. <laughs> and on the sixth day, he died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different, but it's was kinda... it different? I don't know. I don't. I never kept up with that guy. Um, yeah, because he also got shot up a few months earlier. It was a similar situation where he was shot multiple times. Right. I remember there being like MTV uh, with Kurt Loader. Would, it would be like the updates on Tupac. <laughs> and they'd show him being wheeled in like a wheelchair, all like decrepit. What? But he survived that. He yeah. survived the first time. And Jesus. then he, he didn't make it the second time. Well, that's, what, that's just your opinion. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Him, Elvis. They're, they're fine. Biggie. What else we got, Bob? Uh Roberto Alomar of the Baltimore Orioles was suspended five games for spitting at an umpire. I remember that. that I can tell a, you the umpire. It was John Hirschbeck. Oh, Is yeah. he still working? Uh, through, through his mask, right? Yeah. Well, no, I think he had gotten in his... Well, he might have been through his mask. It nuts. was at Yankee Stadium. No, it wasn't at Yankee Stadium because I'm a big Yankee fan. Bob is as well. It was the previous series, and then the Yankees and Orioles met in the ALCS that year, and it was a big controversy because... The Jeffrey Mayer catch? Is that that was the game. Was, that was yeah. that series, game one. But there was an idea that he should have been suspended for the playoffs, and he got suspended starting the following season. Oh, regular which was season. bullshit, because he spit an umpire's face, and, and they put the suspension to the next still, year. Still bothering you. It 21 does. years later. Yankees <laughs> won that series anyway. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck him. 
Also, also September 96, the Nintendo 64 video game system debuted in the U.S. Wow. Holy shit. Did any of you guys have an N64? I got an N64 on Christmas. Yeah. That was a big deal. That was a big deal. That was the first time I liked my dad. I remember that was like when I liked my dad for the first time. I was 12. (laughs) (laughs) That was the first time I was like, my dad's cool. Wait a minute. (laughs) I'm coming around on this guy. Yeah. He's all right. (laughs) Did you have a, were you a video game guy? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I think at first my friends had N64 and then I would get it a little bit later. I went from Nintendo and then took probably about eight years off. And then I had a decision to make in about 96. Uh, it was right around this time, 96, 97, to go with the Sega Saturn or the P- PlayStation 1. And I was like, oh, Sega's an established brand. Genesis was a big hit. And I went with a Saturn, which folded like two years later. Yeah. Maybe you were distracted by all those 9-11 premonitions that you couldn't really... <laughs> I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep for right. five years. In yeah, the so you can't be blamed. You uh, definitely wouldn't be here today if you had chosen PlayStation. No. Everything... Yeah. That was your like Mr. Destiny moment. Yeah, that was your sliding doors. <laughs> you could have stopped a plane. That other guy's a billionaire. <laughs> uh, what else, Bob? The movies that came out in September 1996. Sliding doors. <laughs> the first Wives Club, Two Days in the Valley, and Bulletproof. Oh, Bulletproof with Damon Wayans and yeah. Adam Sandler. That movie was good. That movie was... Or maybe was I was good. just 13. We were young, so yeah. it was very good. I never Did thought... It, Sandler shoot Wayans yeah. in the head in that movie? Yes, he had, a, he had a metal plate in the head. Wayans was an undercover cop. One of them was an undercover cop the whole time, but they thought they were best friends. What's First Wives Club? That was with like Goldie Hawn and Bette Mittler. They sang, you don't own me. You don't, <laughs> you don't own me. Yeah, they like just... Four minutes of the movie was them singing another song. So that's, there's song. not a plane crash in that movie? No. <laughs> All right. Two Days in the Valley was a wonderful Pulp Fiction ripoff. That, that's like, right. Good call. With Eric Stoltz and like a bunch of other people. Char- I, young Charlize Theron. Wow. Yeah. How about the idea of Stoltz actually was in Pulp Fiction and then yeah. starred in a then Pulp Fiction rip-off. ripoff? Yeah. That's a Stoltz who played the, the smack dealer. That was yeah. supposed to be Kurt Cobain's role. Wow. Tarantino wanted Cobain, settled on Stoltz. Stoltz, Stoltz. also was Marty McFly. Yes. And they got booted. And they got banged wow. there. You're, you're listening to the Eric Stoltz podcast. <laughs> uh, continue. Anything else, Bob? Uh, finally, uh, the number one song in the country, September 1996. Can we guess? Yeah, please do. Uh, the Bum Bum song. What? My By Tom is Green? On the... Tom Green. <laughs> that, that was That's later. That was a little like bit later, but that was a September release. Uh, Janet Jackson, Nutty Professor song? All right, good guess. Uh, the Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson song. Hit me, I baby, one more time. Oh, Britney Spears. Jamiroquai came out that month. Wait, I wow. will play it, Bob, because I saw this inside your... Uh, Is it not Hit Me, Baby, one more time? No, she wasn't born yet. Right. We're getting there, though. No, Britney Spears was the hotness. Oh, is this Macarena? This is the Macarena. I should have known that. Yeah. yeah. That was it was the number one song mitzvah. from August until like December. Today. <laughs> Today. <laughs> yeah, because this weird. song came out during the year where I went to 41 bar mitzvahs in like four <laughs> months. So like it was like peak Macarena and season. And you were 22, so that was yeah. really yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's a weird move. Why are you being invited to the, so many bar mitzvahs? The weirdest thing about this video... If you watch it now, it blows your mind that it was the most popular song in the world. Because it was like two ancient men and then like three hot chicks. Yeah, it looked like, it like a whole weird thing. The, it looks like the, the mariachi guys that are like going to the subway yeah. in New York. Right. Like, do you remember the band name? Oh, shit. My, I, is it Los Del Rios? Yes, no. it is. It is? Is it really? That is correct. Is well, it Los Los Del Rio. Yeah. We'll give it oh, to Rio. You. Trebek would not den- would deny you there. We really? Not, we would yeah, we're not as That's why I said yeah. no. I heard the, yeah, I heard that the was Rios. It. Yeah, I saw yeah. you. You were like <laughs> close. What does Los Del Rio mean? Does anybody here speak Spanish? Uh, del Rio. Oh, of the Rios. Of the, the Rio is a river. Of the, the Rio river? Grande. Right? The river men. They won't want me. They can't have me. Anyway, so this is the album I chose. Uh, <laughs> have you ever read the lyrics to Macarena? No. So racist. It's all about Donald <laughs> Trump. <laughs> it also that one. They also predict 9/11. It's oh, insane. insane. It was a weird time 96. So Who that let is the... the dogs out. <laughs> so, there you go. That's 1996 September in a nutshell and the album the album that we'll be talking about today. Oh my god, Amir. Yeah. What is it? Uh it's Weezer's Pinkerton. Uh, an, an album I didn't even discover probably for another 5 years. Which I recently discovered was kind of a an average uh, shelf life for Pinkerton because it was, I guess, critically panned and uh, not listened to by fans when it did come out in '96. 
I didn't even know Pinkerton existed until Wait, I was like it's their, late in it's, high school. It is their second album? It's yeah. their second yeah. album. So, so it's so funny that they're like, their fans are like, fuck this album. You guys blew it. Yeah. It, and then that is like their more iconic album. It yeah. bombed. Nobody cared about it. It was like the Blue album was so poppy and it had you know Buddy Holly and Say It Ain't So. And then this came out and it just was like more personal. It was about fucking it. It was a sixteen-year-old in Japan. Sixteen-year-old in so Japan. So was it? But was it like the main, like mainstream pop culture that loved the first album, and then they rejected Pinkerton, and then indie and music the critics, heard, like the critics rejected it too. It got panned by Spin Magazine and so Rolling Stone. What was its resurgence? I think it was after the Green Album. People are like, there was actually another album in between. Well, he, right after Pinkerton, he went to Harvard and just stopped. Like, kind of went insane. Like, he went to Harvard. He lost his mind. He kind of pulled a Brian Wilson and like locked himself in his room for a couple of years and tried to like figure out how to write the perfect pop song. Right. His like binder. Yes. Sounds healthy. So and I he, think he put black tape over his windows, the whole thing. The black yeah. And I think during that time, it was like, you know, the beginning of the Internet. I think during that time, the fans started, you know, finding the album. And I remember going to websites like in college just about like Weezer. And it was like the old Internet yeah. when it wasn't like everything it was before the internet was cool guys yeah it was a geocities it was like a geocities page where people were just like obsessing over pinkerton and i think that like the fans kind of found it from there it is the definitive cult album of the 90s because it came out uh the blue album sold it went triple platinum out of nowhere it was weezer was a completely unknown entity they sell three million albums of like nerd rock and then this this follow-up album comes out and it's totally weird and different and clearly the lead singer is going through shit that's that's when I think of Pinkerton. That's what I think of, like, that Rivers Cuomo was in a really fucked up place. And my research, which is goes as far as Wikipedia, debuted at number 19 and then just fell off a cliff wow. and disappeared. But now it's seen as a, a landmark album, especially for a whole genre of, like, musicians, some of the music of which I don't love. It's like, like the emo kids and a lot of people... V- Cite this album. Is the Emo Kids a band you made up, or is that? <laughs> it's our band, yeah. The Emo Kids with a Z. Uh, let's listen know. to it. Let's start playing it. And uh, yeah, we want to hear about. Want to dig in? Let's dig in. Are we going in order? Are we going random? Are we going order? We're just going to listen to Macarena over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll go in order. Me. They can't have me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will start with track. How many tracks we got here? Well, it's uh, 10 42. tracks. 42. Oh, sorry, 10. Yeah, you're right. I'm looking at Deluxe Edition. We will go through the original album, starting with track one, a real banger. Tired of sex, right? Tired of sex. It was just so noisy and grungy right off the top. So, like, messy. Yeah, you could hear it. And I th- obviously, I think that was by design. Yeah. Like, this like, is not going to be Buddy Holly again. No. Love is, it. It's like sloppy drums and electric guitar. Just remember, uh, not... Fathoming the concept of being tired of sex at yeah. 16. It's I still don't. The rest, still don't really get the rest of the album is how he can't fuck. And then this one is like, I'm tired of having sex. <laughs> and then he lists off so many girls' names. And I was 16. I'm like, this guy fucking uh, Give me one, River. <laughs> I know. I'll take Christine. Is that one? I'll take her. What's Saturday he? night. Do we think that River Squimo was fucking a lot? Like during the Blue Album? And, oh, and definitely. Oh, definitely. But doesn't he seem like... He, I always thought like he was so awkward that part of the... Frustration and rage came from he couldn't just be a normal guy like enjoying a rock star status, and it started to drive him a little nuts. Oh. Part of it. He, he seems like such a pervert. Like he talks yeah. about like climbing into a girl's window <laughs> and like reading her diary and all, like yeah, smelling her underwear or whatever. The album was so popular. I just assume all of them were having a lot of sex. It seems the other when guy the song... seemed to be like kind of well more well adjusted at least on the surface. I guess I don't know because he was he was like five foot five and. One leg was longer than yeah, the other. Yeah, he was like five foot just... five on one leg and five foot three on the other. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> well, yeah, actually, when he went to Harvard, he had this like surgery where they broke his leg and then oh, extended it. So yeah. that way he was even. He was even now? Yeah. It's so funny to imagine like a, such a nerd with like a, a fucking peg leg taped <laughs> out his windows at Harvard. And you're like, oh, you're just, uh, you're a loser, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't care to how this. fun Buddy Holly is. <laughs> You're not cool, Rivers. <laughs> but this sounds great. Yeah, this is a great song. It's a great album starter. There's a little good solo action. Well, he's like a heavy metal guy. 
That's why he's probably yeah. fucking, because he was like a heavy metal nerd mm-hmm. that kind of got into this kind of music. It's also like, I think he was like the one of the first guys to bring back like the plastic glasses. Mm-hmm. Like Which, those were cool again, and then uh, because of him, and then like the uh, collared shirt under a sweater was always like was I always called it the Weezer look. It was a big move. Yeah, just not looking like Kurt Cobain. Yeah, at the time it was like, good to have a rock star in the early to mid '90s not trying to be Kurt Cobain. Track two. Get you. Get you. So I think favorite. this is like a pretty perfect album. This might be the worst song on the album. Yeah, I was just going to say I don't like the song. Yeah. yeah. Let's hear it for a second. And it's not a bad song. No. But I've never was like, I want to hear Get You. Yeah, no, I want to move to The Good Life. Get to. See, this, we just said that he's trying not to um, look like Kurt Cobain, but there is like the most famous anti-rock album ever or anti-commercial album ever on some levels in utero which was the follow-up to Nevermind for Nirvana I wonder if he was at all affected by that in in the self-conscious way because the people that you hear these first two songs it's already like there's no Buddy Holly coming yeah you can tell he's already in a totally different place I wonder if they think about that if it's like shit my if my if I put out an album that sounds like the first one everyone's gonna be like Way to go! You just you're you're just copy and paste in the first album, and then like if you don't grow, yeah, but if you like if you if it's too different, yeah, you need like, to be like twenty hey, percent. Do what, do what <laughs> like kept you cool, all right? Yeah. Which I think they did. They did too crazy out for Pinkerton, and then they brought it two back for a Green album. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Green album. It's kind of like when you date somebody who's one way, and then your next girlfriend is the complete opposite. Right, you right. kind of go from one extreme to another. Well, that's the like, same thing NFL teams do. The They'll hire a hard ass that everyone fucking hates, but he's supposed to bring back discipline. And then they fire that guy and then bring in the easygoing guy that's the coach, the player's coach. And then everybody walks all over him like a bitch. So they fire him and bring in the hard ass again. It's what America did with our presidents. Yeah. <laughs> it like, is. And it's oh, what we did. smart and cool. Let's yeah. see what happens if we go with this guy now. <laughs> Let's light the White House on fire. <laughs> all right. That didn't work. Uh, all right. Let's go back. Um, for those of you listening in the future, Donald Trump is our president. Oh yeah, for, by the time this posts. for nine months uh, <laughs> in the early 2017. What's the, what's all the hail o- Mike Pence. What's the over under for days? By the way, not we're not going to get political, but over under. Vegas had him at a 55 percent chance of getting impeached in his first term. I'm saying if I said like day 200 over under. Uh yeah, I would say over 200. I think, I'd take the over. I, yeah, I think over because okay. you need you need to have like. A two-thirds majority in the Senate to impeach him. Oh, I'm saying. Is this the two-thirds of the uh, uh, majority Senate podcast? Yeah. Do you think? Are you saying like impeach? Like he's out of office, or just like the House impeach? Like the Bill. I'm just saying he's gone. Oh, you Uh, think? I don't know if he ever leaves (laughs) because you're cocking a rifle. (laughs) (laughs) Like I can get rid of. I can win this one. Um, this track. No one. No other one, excuse me. No other. Oh, it's I funny. love this song. Do you this like song, this one? Yeah, this one's great. My my whole experience with this album was like, Bob, you were a huge fan of Weezer. Yeah. Our buddy Greg was a huge fan. Was our buddy Brian also? Mm-hmm. So you guys, you were always into it, right? Yeah. Yeah, we all had cassette you tapes. You like Pinkerton in 96? I had a cass- yeah, so I would tape songs off the radio on like Sunday nights when they play the weird stuff. And I remember taping El Scorcho. Wow. Wow. And then I think I got the cassette of Pinkerton. And at a certain point, I stopped listening to it because everybody hated it. Wow. And I was like 16 and I just wanted to like like stuff that other people liked. And I was like, <laughs> oh, people don't yeah. like this. Then, you know, I got to so move when did on. So when did you like it again? When would it become? Because I for me, it was like in 2001 mm-hmm. in between high school and college. But That's like around when the Green Album came out. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like the Green Album put them back. And I'm like, oh, I guess they had this other album. And then other people started liking that other album. I remember going on a road trip. I think at this point I had a CD and I was like with my family in the back of a car listening to a Discman. And just listening to Pinkerton and Fashion Nugget back to back, like over and over again. I think that's when I was. What's like, Fashion Nugget? It's a cake. Uh, We're going the distance. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So. And a long was, jacket. All right, fucking put that album. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pull it up. 
Wait, what? Um, this podcast this would be impossible song. if you were stoned, by the way. <laughs> just be like, yeah, just do it. <laughs> and look up the Wikipedia for bees. <laughs> <laughs> sweater Song is Blue Album. Right. So it seems like Sweater Song is like almost a precursor to this album. Because that was like a little sloppier and esoteric. Yeah. It was like a little weird. Weird, yeah. Yeah, I think it's true. And by the way, speaking of Wikipedia, I just saw the second mm. line of the Pinkerton entry. After abandoning plans for a rock opera titled Songs from the Black Hole, Weezer recorded Pinkerton, blah, blah, blah. This guy's going through an interesting time in his life at yeah. this stage. How old is Rivers Cuomo when this album comes out? That's Ooh, great question. 26? Did their bassist die or something? No, he just left. He just left? Yeah. Matt Sharp left and started The Rentals, oh. which did that song Friends of P. Great song. Another great song. Um, and that we really broke down no other one very well there. Uh, Rivers Cuomo <laughs> was 26 years old when this album was released. That's what I guessed. And Give me credit. You won. No, you win. <laughs> you nailed it. You haven't said anything about me doing that. <laughs> hey, do you guys remember when Amir just nailed how old Rivers Cuomo was? <laughs> you, re- you listened back and I said 28. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he so did no- nail Del Rio. <laughs> so that's no other one, track three. And uh, ooh, this is oh, a banger. Now like now the album is starting. Those were like the the. This preludes. is when Pinkerton became president. I yeah, will say. This is the moment. song rules. I, I like love- that it starts instantly. Tired of Sex, I, I do like. Those last two songs. Anyway, my point was is that Bob and and my other Weezer fan buddies were immediately into Pinkerton, and everyone else turned their back on Weezer. Uh, but these songs, I always loved these songs. They were always it was great. It's a great album. Why why did it get so vilified? I never understood that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why people didn't like it. So, it was, <laughs> was Jake, it though? Jake, when did you start? When did you find this album? I think. I don't know if I found it until like it's pretty embarrassing, but I feel like it was like 2008. It's no embarrassing. Wow. Like, I I mean I like Weezer, but to me I didn't realize that there were like many albums in this whole like rich history. With I was like, yeah, Buddy Holly's good. Why uh, bothers good? Why bothers good? <laughs> Hashpipe spine. Yeah, I loved hash. I like <laughs> saw Weezer in concert like in the Hashpipe days, uh, and. But then, like, I think it was when I was working at College Humor, uh, Jeff Rubin was like, mm. pe- and he, like, sent me Weezer's entire discography. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, just pouring through it, listening to everything, and I realized that I like this album, this album the most. I mean, this this album is a really great album to listen to when you're, like, newly single. Oh, yeah. I think I, like, I discovered it after, like, a rough breakup, and uh, I mean, I'll remember it when it comes, when why that song is it, comes. Why do you feel that way about it? I guess because it's just like it's it's hopeful. It's like you're. It's a little painful, but then it's like everything's gonna be fine. It makes you feel angry, but also jazzed up, which is I think how you feel when you're when you get broken up with or you break up with somebody. You're like a little crushed, but then it's like yeah. a new beginning yeah, I think yeah. and all that. Fuck I yeah! Think, I'm gonna rage like, my face off. Yeah, it's a little cliche to be like like a sad album is like a good breakup album because like that's only one part of a breakup yeah totally like you have to hit that like i gotta get back to the good life that's yeah exactly exactly. (laughs) and you know i'm dumb she was a lesbian anyway (laughs) we were is that what it really is Is that is a line coming up oh that's a great line (laughs) great line is we were as good as married in my mind but married in my mind is no good Mm -hmm. same line it's an excellent songwriter next up (laughs) Uh ooh, another one. God, there's some great songs in this. This is Across the Sea. This is my favorite oh, Weezer song. My ever. favorite Weezer song. Yeah. Should we Why hug? don't you guys just fuck <laughs> in my garage? Go ahead. We can at least hold hands Jake, throughout the first we're, we're gonna, let's say like three and a half minutes. <laughs> All right. I'll I'll join it. Okay. <laughs> I could just sit here and listen to this beginning oh, to end and not say like a haunting. word. I love this fucking guitar right here. Oh, 18 year old girl. Let's that's, listen to that's this. So like, like it peaks, like it's distorted. There we go. Oh, now it sounds clean. (laughs) Never mind what I said. I'm just gonna work out audio issues. (laughs) Don't worry about it, everybody. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is that like, you know, real Weezer fans are like. This is the song. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I like it's, it's this like, part it's is good. It's longing. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I was going to say, like, I am. And I smell and I lick that part. I would right. consider myself a casual Weezer fan. So, but if you're like a hardcore fan of a band, 
hardcore fans always identify certain like lesser known songs as like the best Weezer songs. Is yeah. this the one? Yeah, I would say this is the one. If you're like a hardcore fan, or if you just love this album, this is the song I think that yeah. stands out. That this and El Scorcho, I think, are the two songs. Yeah, right. El Scorcho is just fun. Yeah. Do you think he had to change the uh, age to 18 yeah. after he wrote 14? Because <laughs> <laughs> he is saying, like, this could never happen. I know, he was like, like, actually, it's fine. It his, lawyer, his lawyer was like, hey, could you just go back just one quick pass? Yeah. I don't want to tell you how to do your art, but one quick pass. The 13-year-old girl in Japan, um, <laughs> she needs. you need to fill out that three. With we're, like, we're past the days where you could be like, she was just 17, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to age her up a little bit. She's just 15 years old. There are a lot of great songs about underage uh, women. (laughs) It was the 80s. It was the 80s. There was no age. (laughs) Did you you even get in trouble back in the 80s for that? Or was it just kind of like, bro, I get it? Yeah. Was that that the culture then? It was bro, I got it until like 1997, I think. (laughs) It was like a a wink and a slap on the ass from the judge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) Here's a Pinkerton fun fact. Uh, The entire album... Is 34 minutes long. Wow. I remember when the Green Album came out, somebody was like, you know it's 27 minutes long? And I was like, huh, that's short. <laughs> that's <laughs> insane. For 10 songs, I less like than 30 minutes. It's taken him five years to write. Yeah. yeah, I remember them like getting into a heated discussion with Carson Daly on MTV where he's like saying that the album is too short. Yeah. And River's like, well, there's like a, a lot of songs that we like didn't put on. And he's like, He's like trying to defend how long it is. Wait, Carson Daly oh, wait, told on. Rivers Cuomo that it's, it's the best part. Oh, bring it back. I'll bring it back. <laughs> it's about shaving his head. Oh, yeah. This is where this podcast is tough because you kind of want to sing along right Yeah. Now. But remember the Carson Daly bit. <laughs> we'll come back to you, Carson Daly. I just really wanted to hear this part. Good little boy. Nice. The third. No worries. Mama. This is where you just like the Broadway you see him in concert. This is where a you rock song shit. where the lyrics are "I'm a good little boy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what do you think um, when he brought these songs to the band? The band was probably like, "What the fuck?" Well, this, I, that's why he broke down because it was like so personal, and it's like, "Oh, here's a song about how I really feel for this 18-year-old who's really a 14-year-old in Japan," <laughs> and. Critics and America was like, you suck. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Like, I wonder what her favorite food and her birthday is. Like, <laughs> Lame, man. <laughs> Loser. I do, do the wonder, Buddy Holly thing. <laughs> I do wonder how she decorates her room at the very least. <laughs> I think that's why Weezer is so great, though, because those lies are just so like fucking honest. You can't write like that if you're faking it. They're like it. pinpoint. They're totally. just like, they're hitting, he's hitting something that's like so specific. Right. It's not like Kings of Leon. I want your sex. <laughs> <laughs> that was George Michael. <laughs> sex on fire, but that's I get what what it. I want your fire sex. But so wait, Carson Daly said uh, to Rivers Cuomo, your album's too short. Something like that. Like is like Carson Palmer think he uh, is. Carson Palmer. <laughs> Daly, <you're laughs> no, it was podcast. Carson Palmer. <laughs> Wrong podcast. I think it was Matt Liner. Like critics, <laughs> people are saying it's too short. So like what, What's your defense? You know, you Carson was such a little pussy. You, you couldn't go at Rivers. I was. Um, yeah, calm down. <laughs> I was actually in the TRL studio when he said that. Really? Humble or something brag. said whatever he said. That's. Is, I guess it's kind of a humble brag. That's insane. Is that not true? really? I was interning at MTV the summer that the Green Album, or when um, Beverly Hills <laughs> Maladroit, yeah, came out. And do you have uh, video evidence of this. Stuff I like do that? have. I still have a VHS oh, of this. Right and now. I was so I was interning there. And I heard that like Weezer was the guest that day and they were going to give out tickets to a concert. Wow. So I like I overheard it from my cubicle where I was playing snood and not working. <laughs> Love snood. So um, what was your best score on evil? Oh, man. Like a three. That's pretty know. good. <laughs> Is this like deep uh, video game? Nerd? Yeah. Snood was just like <laughs> that game in 2001 that just like occupied your Dave time. Dobson. What yeah, was dude. his name? So I uh, Are there any loggers in here, Bob, by the way. Uh, there should be. Yeah. So I ran to the TRL studio and like snuck in. I knew like three people who were at TRL and I snuck in and Shaq was waiting in the hallway Shaq? as I'd like tried to sneak into Why the studio Shaq? and he like I got stopped by a PA and Shaq like covered his mouth. He's like, Shh, they're filming. Shaq? Shaq said that. Shaq said that. Good for Shaq. And then he like shook my hand and I got and I snuck into the studio and I got tickets. And then the next day, so I saw them in concert at Irving Plaza, I think, with Guided by Voices. Damn. And then the next day they were like, hey, we need somebody to come on TRL to talk about the concert last night. And I was like, I'll, I'll do it. 
And they're like, cool. And immediately, like the next 20 years of my life flashed in front of my eyes. And it's like, I'm going to be a VJ. (laughs) (laughs) This is how it all starts. Like, fuck you, Gideon Yago. This is me now. Gideon Yago? (laughs) I'm coming for the slot, Gideon. (laughs) A Yago reference. Isn't it Yago? Yago. Yeah, whatever. Yago, my Yago. (laughs) Still works. Nice. And uh, By the way, 9-11 made that guy. Really? (laughs) He did. Oh, yeah. Guys, don't bring up Uh, (laughs) 9-11. The original Yago bomb. (laughs) And I made, so I get in the studio and they're like, Okay, so like, and like, they're after after we go to break, we're gonna come back to you, and you're gonna talk about the concert. And it's like, oh great, okay. And like, the show starts, and midway through, like, a, somebody comes over to me, and they're like, okay, so we don't really have time for you to do it like that. So what's gonna happen is just like pretend you're like a kid in the audience, and Carson's gonna come over and be like, was anybody there? And then you just have to say something real quick. And I was like, Jesus, <laughs> what did you say? Well, so Carson Daly comes over. It's like, hey, so uh, Weezer did a show last night. Uh, anybody there? Anybody there? Somebody else raised their hand. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I was like, woo. And he comes over. He's like, yeah, how was it? And I go, Carson, the show was unbelievable last night. Weezer rocked. And oh, I did, no. and I did <laughs> the, the Weezer, Weezer symbol. Oh, no. I did the Weezer symbol with my fingers. Oh, no. And Carson Daly just laughs at me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you got to have your own show, man. <laughs> yeah. It didn't really Dave work Holmes. out that way. So close, though. Wasn't this during your um, earring in the, in the upper cartilage era as well? I most likely still had my cartilage pierced at the time. <laughs> Maybe that's also what kept me from being a VJ. I rocked a cartilage ring, too. Nice, bro. Yeah, dude. Dude, yeah. cartilage yeah. era was vital <laughs> i don't know what that means but it was big it's coming back <laughs> um all right let's move on gentlemen okay good memory bob i do have it's i, I haven't seen it probably when was that 15 years ago Something oh like one summer oh one i still do have the memory of you being like front of the screen throwing up the weezer logo big old nerd <laughs> yeah it's good it's good all right this is the good life which was the second single released october 29th, 1996. Yeah. And if you just broke up with somebody, just like get ready for the night and blast this song. Yeah. yeah. This is a great song. I love that outlook that you have about this album because I've never really heard anyone explain it that way. And it doesn't really matter even if that was Rivers, Cuom- Rivers Cuomo's intent. Oh, yeah. That's how you heard it. I think it was just what I was going through at the time that I did. Yeah. Dan, when your wife leaves you, you could just. Yeah, I don't want to be up. an old man anymore. Absolutely. I'm going to listen to a lot of the second Weezer album. Bounce. That's how I'm going <laughs> to handle this. I'll be sitting right here, only I'll be all by myself. Right, right. No lights. <laughs> Elite endless music blasting. This is a great song. Really? I'm is. a bitch, I'm a dog. But this goes back to my question again. Like, this is poppy and it's got a good hook this, and everything. This should have been a hit. Yeah. But I think they said this is like the closest thing to a single from yeah. this album. But why wasn't it a hit? Yeah, I feel I like everybody know. just said fuck you to Weezer. They probably thought Weezer was like a one hit wonder, one album wonder. And then they just kind of wrote off the whole album. Let's listen to the chorus a second. I like that it has like two choruses. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> this is Jake spraying Axe body spray <laughs> and buttoning up his shirt, so ready to go out and just get back on that horse. It's combing the hair and pouring uh, vodka into a Gatorade. Because <laughs> <laughs> this was like the last gasp of like, alternative music being a real chart presence before things started changing so even the timing was fine like putting out an album like an alternative rock album in september of 96 is a perfect zone for to have a little bit of a weird album yeah it's primo but something something rubbed people the wrong way was it because rivers cuomo was just not like to a lot of people a charismatic like rock star i don't know he was nerdy he was kind of he kind of rocked out with this album though. Like he, his hair got long, and I don't know. I don't know what you could pin it on. He had ro- he had long hair. He I did. don't remember him ever having. Yeah, became a rock star for like a minute. Remember that band Ozma that sounded a lot like Weezer? Yeah. What happened to them? What happened to them? Ozma. <laughs> Their second album is actually amazing. And I'm gonna come on this show again. I think there's a band called The Good Life too that also sounds kind of like Weezer. Yeah, he was actually. Dating a 13-year-old Korean girl? Wow. <laughs> that's what it was. Right before the second album? That's, that's this is the theme song to The Good Wife. <laughs> <laughs> they just change it a little bit. But it's not, not the song, life though. part. They yeah, yeah. the good part. It's called The Wood Life. Yeah, they really just missed it. They came so close to nailing that one. Amir, you were only in seventh grade, but do you remember what you were listening to in 96? Uh, probably Hello Nasty. 
No, that was. It was probably Beastie Boys. It was probably. Uh, well, Beastie Boys like, was a year later. Oh, ninety seven. The Sure Shot album. I remember listening to Beastie Boys in middle school a lot, and Green Day, I guess, Dookie, and No Doubt. Yep. Yeah. Do that's right. Yeah, that's right there. I don't think I was even into music in seventh grade. Yeah, I wasn't either. There was just like whatever was popular, I guess. Whatever let me slow dance with a girl. Yeah. Uncomfortably oh, yeah. for a while. Dookie Did, was before that, right? I think Dookie sounds. Dookie relevant. was ninety four. Oh, okay. But uh, they their their follow up album was ninety six. Oh, Nimrod. The one with like uh, was it Nimrod? It was the one with uh, the the song from the Godzilla soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Geek Stink Breath. Yeah, Geek Stink Breath was on it. Offspring. What was it called, Bob? You should know this. What was the second? I'm drawing a blank right now. It's. Uh, I think it had a stupid name. It did. It began, it began with an I. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Anyway, and anyway, we can't even the look. Good Life That's is the a hard great part. song. This is a great song. I love the Good Life. It's one of only three singles on the whole album. Wow. What so the ones? record label is even like, let's cut and run, bitches. What do you think the most Pinkerton-esque song is on the Blue album? Ooh, that's a great question. Ooh. Is it across or uh, only in dreams? That song is weird. Probably the way they kind of break it down at the end. Yeah. Wasn't that the last song too? Yeah. So it's always like, hey, hey, this is where we're headed. It's like it's like the end of <laughs> Welcome back to, to the Hell. Fu- the end of Back to Fu- Back to the Future. Oh, he already comes back running in. It's a Back to the Future ref. To be I continued. I like this. We're reverse engineering uh, Cuomo's thinking. <laughs> um, the next track is the lead single. Oh shit! Off Pinkerton, released September nineteenth, nineteen ninety six. I had horrible dreams. This was day. the song that introduced me to Pinkerton. Somebody played this song for me. It's another hammer drop. It's probably their most fun song at the time. Yeah. Why would this? I don't. It gets me mad. Why would this album <laughs> turn people off? It all worked out for them. No, Bob. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> like, if you're gonna release like a pile of shit album, right? And then super fans talk themselves into it. It's one thing. But I'm speaking as a casual Weezer fan. There's great singles on this. There's yeah. a great album. Yeah, makes no sense. Why did it take 15 years for no, it to be appreciated? There's no bad song either. Like, the worst song that is like, pretty kind of good. Blue, but yeah, 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 Catch You is not <laughs> but good. But other God, than that. God, this song <laughs> is so fun. <laughs> yeah, this song is great. Something to think about uh, that we're doing at the end of every episode is we'll need to pick one song to put on our Spotify playlist mm. from this album. So just putting that in your ear right now. Okay. Just something to think about. I'm sure this song is going to be in the running. Is this the Green Day line? This song reminds me. Yeah, here it is. I asked you to go to the Green Day concert. How cool is that? How cool is that? <laughs> That's so cool. I went to your room and read your diary. <laughs> what? Have you You're guys so ever? so neat. I invaded your personal space. <laughs> I committed a crime. <laughs> Jake and Amir, have you guys ever seen Weezer live? <gasps> I have a great story about this. All right, because I saw them the day after 9/11. Jesus Christ, keeps That's, coming up. Wait, was that 9-12? No, it wasn't. It was the 13th. <laughs> it was either the, day the 12th or the 13th. Wow, that's insane. There was insane. a Weezer concert, and they didn't cancel it. And they were like, you know, the show must go on. And it was a pretty weird concert because everyone was there just like kind of shell-shocked. But like, where were you? Yeah, <laughs> play all Scorcho. <laughs> <laughs> where was this? Uh, at the Oakland Coliseum where the Warriors used to play. Wow. Uh, I think I went to a Dave Matthews concert really close after 9-11 <laughs> too. Yeah. Uh, but I also saw Weezer once. Uh, I They opened, no wait, Dashboard Confessional opened for them. And I remember being at the concert being like, who the fuck is Weezer? Yeah. And like, why? <laughs> Is, why aren't they opening for Dashboard <laughs> Confessional? It must have been the same tour you saw because you said you saw Summer yeah. of 2001. Yeah, it was Summer. And I saw them in September of 2001. That's crazy. Bob, you saw a Weezer show the day after the Oklahoma City bombing. <laughs> Wait a minute. What is happening <laughs> here, guys? Where were they? Wait, pull down a map. <laughs> Doesn't Rivers like Minority Report. sing along to this guitar solo? <laughs> They've yeah. been it's a little spot of every great. national those little, tragedy. Those little moments in this album. <laughs> the last two decades. Yeah. Um, I almost made a Pearl Harbor joke, but it made so little sense. <laughs> I, I couldn't go there. I couldn't do it. Um, this song also, that little moment right there with Matt Sharp singing along too. Like, listen to you, Bob. Their, well, their bass player. So that was like a big thing when Weezer came back with the Green album and then every album since, everybody's like, oh, it's not the same. And they went through a period where they just sucked. Like every album was pretty bad. And a lot of people gave Matt Sharp a lot of credit for these first two albums of sort of like balancing Rivers out because the Blue Album and Pickerton, I think, are still their best albums. Mm. 
And that was the those were the two albums. You know why that's bullshit though? Is that like so many bands, even great bands, the first two albums are the best albums. It's when it's they true. had their most juice and, and creatively at their, their peak. So it's almost a slap in the face of Rivers Cuomo <laughs> to say, oh, the, was he the bassist? He was the bass player. Yeah, it's like, I match, I liked Friends of P a lot, but I feel like this is Rivers Cuomo's genius. Yeah, this, that rumor was dynamic. started by bass players for sure. It's yeah, such exactly. a bass player move. <laughs> Typical bass player move. Notice me. Uh, this song is so bad. So that is, yeah, that's El Scorcho. I Listen guess it it's stiffed on the charts. Yeah, dude, great song to play uh, around a campfire, by the way. Oh. Good sing-along, yeah. Ooh, yeah, it's a great it's sing-along. Pink Triangle next? No. That's oh, a stable one. one. I forgot about this This song. is Pink Triangle. Oh, it is? It is. Huh? Pink oh, yeah. Triangle was the third and final si- a single released May 20th, It's weird hearing you call them singles because I don't remember ever hearing any of them no, on the yeah. They yeah. chart. This is that line we were. This like slightly about controversial in 1996. Just saying the word Gay lesbian. Gay woman. <gasps> it was like this, this song and Ellen DeGeneres were the only mainstream lesbian yeah, moments. Wow. This is like if you're like a comedy nerd or a music nerd, you liked this album. It's, it's like close as it comes to like a Weird Al. It, it's a <laughs> this, <laughs> this song is like kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. That is true though. Comedians love this album. Yeah. I'll be honest, I could take or leave this song. But this is the line we were talking about. Yeah, it's a good line. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, actually. It doesn't really hit me like those. I don't know if this one songs. holds up as well. I did like it a lot when I was 16. I like the end where he sings the chorus, but slightly different. Let me know the truth. Oh, yeah, the end's great where he kind of loses it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> hey, don't let him talk you out of this yeah, song. No, no. This is the Spotify playlist one. <laughs> um, yeah, we keep on hitting these deadlock situations, Bob, because we haven't had any issues that when we pick our Spotify song, but the fact that it's just two of us, now we got four. Yeah, this, this could be could a total get, battle royale. Could get oh, yeah. bloody. And I'm pretty stubborn. This, this like it's Macarena or <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Macarena is on the table. We did technically listen to it during the podcast. It's so. in play. It's Come in play. Macarena, Macarena. So this is about vaginas? Him. So give me a little Weezer. Everyone's Maca. a little queer. Why can't she be a little strange? Yeah. Uh, he's, he, may, he fell in love with a lesbian. Do you think that's like straight up? Just like this? there's no nuance to this song? Yeah. He fell in love with the lady who's a lesbian. I'm dumb. She's a lesbian. I thought I had found the one. And Kevin Smith was like, I need to make a movie about that. Oh, is that Chasing Amy? I don't know. Classic Smith. <laughs> Classic Smith pilfering Rivers Cuomo's ideas. All right, here we go. Next track, Falling for You. I don't know if I know this one. This is probably the least known one, right? I wonder if it's good. Holy <laughs> cow, I think I got one. The penultimate track on the album. This is another sloppy song. Oh yeah, very sloppy. Cause I do want you, and yeah. you say like too much. That part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this song is really good. Yeah, I like the song. What do you guys think about the idea of how he had this big artistic, sloppy artistic statement, and then disappeared for five years, and then then attempted basically to write the blue album again, only maybe poppier. Was it? I think it was an like active cowardice on some level. I yes, think it was yeah. like uh, I want to make more money. Fine, here's Islands in the Sun, whatever that song was called. But that being said, I do like the Green Album. I uh, I love yeah, some yeah. of the songs of the Green Album, yeah. but it does like, but to, like it is did he very go back, safe. Did he go back to the drawing board and be like, how do I be popular again? I think uh, he tried to write like perfect music. Like he he was like studying album. how to write. Right. Like, so maybe it was more like trying to crack crack the code. Right. Like obsessive being like obsessive about like beating a level in a video game. Yes. Not exactly. necessarily like wanting popularity, but. And I think that's why like it didn't really like register because there was like no heart. There was no like Pinkerton. Right. It. So it didn't register on the other end of the spectrum, and then they just lost their way. Maybe late years. 90s people didn't care about heart. I don't really remember anything. I mean, I didn't have, I didn't like get emotional until I was, uh, <laughs> in, until like the 2000s. When did you find your emotions? <laughs> it was 2002. <laughs> Walk us through that. Tell me what it's like. <laughs> um, you say like too much. <laughs> I will say, I will say that uh, it is quite an achievement that they were able to, after completely tanking the second album, 
commercially in the middle of the rap rock pop revolution <laughs> that they were able to all of a sudden be on TRL and stuff. That's quite an achievement. Yeah. I Move think over, it's a Fred testament Durst. to the songwriting. <laughs> hey, Linkin Park, we have, uh, we, have, we give us another shot. This one's about a photograph. <laughs> Sorry, corn. It's one of the more hip, unlikely comebacks, though. It really is. Hip, hip. Here is the 10th track, the final track, Butterfly. Mm. Oh, God, this song. I tried learning the song on the guitar. It's just him and a guitar, I believe, right? I think if you're going to learn one song on a guitar, it's going to be this one. Yeah. Amir finished the vodka cranberry. Uh, I'm crying. Oh, yeah, so Amir's drinking vodka cranberry because... Yeah, why? That, that was my like freshman college drink because it was like sweet, but also down to get you fucked up. <laughs> Did do it. The vodka's always down to get you fucked up. And I, had, I haven't had one. In, I'm a vodka guy, but, and I'm not above some of the less masculine mixers. Yeah. Wait a minute. This is getting a little... What? Kind of putting him down a little bit less masculine. No. Oh, no. That's, What's that's with the microaggressions? Yeah. A little <laughs> <micro>. <laughs> um, no, like I like a little grapefruit with vodka. Oh, that's nice. I haven't had a cranberry in a long time, and I had one today. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's a good summer cran. drink. Is it time to bring it back? And can can men <laughs> wrestle control of the vodka cran- cranberry away from women? I think we can. I think it's time. I think we have a shot. We've yeah. taken everything else from them. Thank you. <laughs> Let's dig deeper on this. Anyway, so Butterfly, this is, uh, we talked about this, Bob, on a, another show. I like the last song on the album being kind of a little more low key, gentle. Yeah. A goodbye song. Yeah. Is this a little, this is a little dog whistle to everybody that was going to hate the album? I'm sorry for what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did what I thought. My body This told is me like to. the slowest song of the album. When you were, you know, dealing with your breakup, did you go to this one? When you were dealing with your breakup, would you go to this one a little more often? When you this is why you play on Sunday. I, don't, I think I, I probably avoided this one. Maybe it was like a little too, too real. <laughs> this one is one that I like to listen to when I'm like happy. You, you can remember. I don't know. These are just like, you can pull from so many, pull emotions from anywhere the hell you want. It's, it's is kinda, Weezer a good band to put on like a mix for a girl? Yeah, I bet there's, I mean, there's, it's, there's romantic songs in there. Yeah, you should I put would, like the use, underage uh, Japanese girl songs yeah. Yeah, on there I mean, just I make, as I make like a, a lot of herring. mixes for young Japanese girls, so they're really <laughs> the band to go to. It's for a cool girl. But is there like a girls. home run Weezer track? Are you like every single one you're sort of like taking a little bit of I feel like you put the Weezer song on the on the album to be like and by the way, like by the way, this is who I am. So here's like a tiny little you can or get like to know you me. Can go fun and be like, This is El Scorcho, it's silly. It's about a guy who has a crush on a girl. Who happens go, to be half Japanese? Like I, would, you. I would go Blue Album, No One Else. Oh, yeah. No that's like else. a more of a Yeah, that's run. a good choice. Yeah. Which one's No One Else? It's like uh, track three, I think. My it? Girl's Got Eyes Bubbles is in the back of her head. Oh, yeah. She's in around and around. You know, it makes me sad to see her like that. All right, Everybody. so. And if you see her. Tell her. Wait, it's isn't it over. over? Isn't that a breakup? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoops. I want to. Maybe girl. that's why nothing ever worked out in high school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now here's a question before we move on to picking our Spotify song. Ooh. Let's leave the blue album out of this. Uh, an- just because. Another, your favorite non blue or green album, Weezer song? Favorite non blue or Pinkerton. Oh, uh, so, so you can go works. green if you want. Okay, uh, album or song? Song, excuse me. Uh, Did they really? I mean, I always thought it was a joke. They actually put the the fat guy with the beard from Lost was on the cover of an album. Yeah, yeah they really. Hurley. They had such a weird. They're so weird. Yeah, they got goofy for a while, and then their last couple of albums were have been great. Let me share mine. It was on not shit. What album was it on? It was. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Was it the greatest man that ever lived? I'm gonna go off a song off Maladroit. No, it's not that one. Uh, keep fishing. <gasps> that was yours. Or we talked about it. The Muppets. Yeah. This is a really great one. This is my favorite. Save my day. This would be if I had like a Mount Rushmore of Weezer songs. <laughs> this would be on it, even counting the albums that we talked about today. It's like a perfect, fun pop it's a song. Beautiful yeah. song. Yeah. It's a winner. This was right like, into it. 
they really went for it with this song too. They had the Muppets in the video. Yeah. You guys remember that? They were like, we're, so we're doing it. We're to get back on TRL. This is a breakup song out. too. Thought of you with, in love with someone else. <laughs> but you're still like sort of bobbing your head to it. Yeah, he's a miserable guy. <laughs> uh, what else? What do you guys got? Give me one. Uh, I have two that I really like. Well, I'm just adding between two, too. Um, you, you know, I had two, too, but I did knock it down to one. Right. Yeah, be a professional. What's that song where it's like, back in my center, I had two That's best one of friends. Till the school oh, bus came. Uh, Carly. And Carly, took yeah. my brains away. Do you know what that song's about? This is yeah, reason, two fans what, that died? Yeah, yeah. That's one of the <laughs> reasons why called? I love it so much. Carly... Mikael and Mike, Carly. Yeah, Mikael and Carly. M-Y-M-Y-K-E-L. It might be on like the Pinkerton Deluxe album. Right. Maybe that's I think right. they like threw it in the back of that one. I like th- that's a deep cut. Mike. That was yeah, that was never on like Is an official Mike? release. M Y K E L. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. Some... Give it a shot. Yeah, I think they were part of the fan club where they started the fan club. Yeah, right. they were like people that had been to every single Weezer show and they like died on the way to or way back. Yeah, from it was like in a no. bus crash or something. That's yeah. Impressive. Oh, here it is. Michael and Carly. Oh, it's, it's like the, the blue the album. Deluxe edition. Baller move by Weezer, just releasing albums called Weezer and just making us name the <laughs> album for yeah. them. Blue it when you had. Oh, it wasn't officially cool called the blue album? No, they're all just called Weezer. Like wow! The blue one, the red one, and the green one are all just all. Look at that a harmonica. I think maybe we should give the Beatles a little credit on that, and then the Weezer kind of followed the model. I never heard of that band. So <laughs> oh, the Beatles white album was for the Beatles. Yeah, not a real, yeah, not an official release, but like one of those songs that you kind of like found around like the late 90s or early 2000s the yeah to the internet. it really was like, does this get any radio play or anything no this is like a Napster song oh so that's a deep cut a Maxter song <laughs> a Winamp original <laughs> alright Jake what's your pick ooh my name is Jonas that's blue, blue. Album. we're not gonna count shit it. yeah <laughs> sorry we can uh, come back to you yeah come back to Bob, me Bob what do you got well that hearing that inspired me to go old also and go with Suzanne which was a song, I think it was off like the Meet the Deedles soundtrack. Or wow. Something like that. You're all I ever wanted of oh, a girl. Yeah. No shit. I remember that song. It's such a good song. Or it was on maybe the. So that was also not part of an album? No, I, I don't think it was one of their albums. So weird. I like the ones that start really quick. This is a good. This is good in terms of giving you Weezer cred, but would you really say this is your favorite Weezer song that's not on the first two albums? You, what feel if I free would? to change. I think one of us should choose green, and a, my favorite green album song is uh, Photograph. That's yeah, a good Photograph one. is great. I think I I will vouch for um, Island in the Sun. No, I, I'm, I love all their I singles. I love that song. Like, I, think, yeah. I feel like they haven't had a bad single like that or Dope Nose. Yeah. Um, I did not like Hashpipe. That's a single. That really? Is you don't like Hashpipe? Yeah, I don't like Hashpipe. Hmm. I thought that was cool because... <laughs> Yeah, it was very like Spy Hunter. Yeah. I, see, I thought it was a lot of fun. I like and I like the video with the sumo wrestlers. I've got I've got mine. You it's got a, it. It's a it's a pretty new one. Uh, really? If you're wondering if I want you to, yes. oh, that's oh, that's a good one. That's such a beautiful love song. We're about to. What's hear. it from? I don't what know album? From. Oh, it's from Ratitude. I don't even know that. Ratitude. You do. You What's do. the white? No, I know the song, but I don't know the album. Their at all. new album. Their last. What's album? the white album? That was their most recent one. Yeah, is it good? Yeah, it has some good songs on it. It's uh, funny how it's like, I love Weezer. I haven't heard seven of their albums. Well, at this point, <laughs> yeah, at this point, they're just one of those bands. If you just like put on shuffle their whole discography, you're you're happy. Like, you know, oh, just yeah, find new stuff. What a fun little love song this is. Yeah, the song rules. This is a great song. I like when he starts talking in it. I love the line, uh, your mom made meatloaf even though I don't eat meat. <laughs> what a bitch. Yeah, it's kind of a what a passive-aggressive mo- move. Yeah. move by a, a, a poor woman. I like this part. It's good. This is when he starts talking. Another good one. I think the only single of theirs I didn't like when it came out was Back to the Shack. Yeah. 
it was on the album, I think, after that. But basically, the whole premise of the song was like, we know we've sucked for the last eight years, so now we're going to try <laughs> to make music like we used to. What band or artist would you say is the closest to Weezer? I got a good one just right, because yeah, I also like that person. Ben I'm on Folds. Spotify, just looking at yes, religious. Yes, oh. I'm a big Ben Folds fan. I think Ben, if you love Weezer, it's hard to be like, I love Weezer and hate Ben Folds. It's the I, same sort of like, yeah. yeah, why is it the lyrics? It just scratches your happy white person itch. Oh, yeah, we're white. <laughs> yeah, that's white what it is. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that part. Um, I'm trying to think like a descendant. What's like a descendant of Weezer? Ooh. They haven't really spawned well, they, a great band. Like a, a new band. I don't want to. I'm not going to vouch for this band, but I do like some of their songs. Fallout Boy is an, a, an example of like a descendant of Weezer. Yeah, to- I think lyric wise for sure they have some very very. What's an example? Lyrics. I'm sure like a Jimmy Eat World. Oh yeah, type band. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a good call. Um, all right, now it's time, guys. <gasps> we let's let's quit fucking around here, <laughs> dude. <laughs> have to narrow it down to one. Sorry, I'm, I'm so micro aggro. <laughs> Magro. Like Magro, aggro, I love it. Uh, we have to pick one song. We have to come to an agreement of some kind. A consensus. A consensus on the essential, the crucial Pinkerton track uh, to add to our Crab from the Green Album. Thank you so <laughs> much for having us. Wait, has to come from our album we discussed, right? <laughs> How many electoral left. votes do all of us have? Um, to add to the uh, throwback. Spotify playlist where what you could find where Bob on Spotify, Spotify. You makes idiot. sense. Yeah. yeah, don't don't be stupid. Just no, Spotify is giving us a lot of money to do this, so we <laughs> want to make sure we get this right. <clears throat> so let's start, Bob. Why don't you start as the biggest Weezer fan I know, uh, and I'm inclined to go along with you. I'm just going to say it, unless wow, you really you have fuck the pig on this one. I'm going to go along with you. Fuck the pig is the new jump the shark, right? <laughs> yes. Everyone that had that famous, moment in their show where they fuck a pig. Happy Days episode <laughs> where, where Fonzie, Fonzie blows fucks a pig. A pig. <laughs> it was graphic too. They aired it after 10 p.m. so they could actually yeah. show it. it was they like could a show the pig episode. anus. They showed it go in. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. Insertion. It was a big yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next episode, Ponzi blows a warthog. <laughs> <laughs> that one didn't rate as well. Didn't rate as well. What a typical Potsy. Um, Good happy days bits. <laughs> oh, yeah, happy days are yours in my oh, happy ties day. into the Buddy, Buddy Holly, Holly video. Oh, wow, there we go. It, guys. Now let's leave. Not so good, Al. Uh, Bob, right. your well, stage, baby. I'm kind of just the way we responded to Across the Sea. That's kind of like my first instinct is to go with that. But I will say there's going to be a lot of a lot of kids out there subscribing to this podcast that don't, millions even millions of kids are going to be subscribing to this playlist they don't know weezer very well this might be their like intro to weezer so i kind of want to give them maybe a more kind of accessible, accessible song to hold on there's to. whispers out there that you're overthinking this. i'm totally overthinking this <laughs> oh no I, i'm feeling it because i think you're coming my way i'm just going to throw it out that i'm going to go with el scorcho I was going to say El Scorcho or The Good Life. Or The Good Life. That's what, that's what I want to Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm going to say. It's a tough one. Let's do The Good Life. It's more instantly enjoyable, I think. I'm in. I'll sign off on that. Yes! Smile from the Green Album. <laughs> <laughs> this is beginning to hurt. <laughs> so there you go. Too. So, yeah. It's like, on. Bob, how can people how can people find the Throwback Podcast? Because I don't fucking know. I don't know yet. We're we're kind of we're all over the place, right, guys? What yeah, I would say iTunes, you can Spreaker. find it on iTunes and they can definitely find it on Headgum.com. Yeah, Headgum.com Book on the market. podcast tab. Throwback podcast. There you go. And we have uh, we'll we'll tweet it out from our Twitter, Throwback Pod, on Twitter. Yep. And uh, hit us up and let us know what albums you want us to listen to, and and poorly sing along to. And I will say, if this is an early episode of your podcast, it's really important if people like it to rate and subscribe to it on um, iTunes yep. because that helps your rating. Subscribe and steal your friends' phones and subscribe. And yeah. Steal strangers' phones and subscribe. It really helps. It gets on the, helps uh, the pod. Yeah, like be charts. weird about it. Yeah, like don't <laughs> don't be smooth at all. Just literally do that to people. That's right. And Rivers uh, read someone's diary. You can subscribe to a podcast. <laughs> That's the least you could do. And after much internal debate, I, I do believe... Uh, Jake and Amir 
you will be allowed to leave the garage with your lives. Oh my god! <laughs> Amazing. But it's because you guys are so cool on the show today. So first thank guest, you very much first guest on. that's been allowed to leave. <laughs> yeah, I did see a head in the cooler yeah. when I grabbed a beer. Right. <laughs> you saw nothing. Gabriel's had it coming. Yeah, that you know, uh, Jake and Amir, check out the If I Were You podcasts. Thank you, boys, for uh, both coming on today and having us on your your swell podcast network. It's, we're it's excited all to our be a pleasure. Board. Thank you. Can I make it a little weird? Like, uh, can you get will you guys come back? Yeah. Oh, dude! Like, do more I, albums. This was this was. I mean, I love this album, but this was Amir's album. I'm coming back. I want to do Third Eye Blind. Oh shit! I want to do there it. it is. That's a guarantee. Three EB. Yeah. Three EB. Three EB. It's coming up. Stylistically. Yeah. I'm. I'll, I'm also going with their show in July, so I don't know if you should talk oh, to me man. before then or after, but I'm. I'm pretty amped. Is it at the Hollywood Bowl? Uh, I believe it is. Yeah. Oh no, wait. I think it's at the Greek Theater. Are you sure? I think they got the bowl. They got the bowl. That's fucking insane. Well, let me look this up. I think we, it's at Harvard yeah. and Stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I think it's at the Virgil on a Tuesday. They're waiting outside the garage right now <laughs> to play. Uh, well, yeah, so if you weren't going to subscribe before, now you have to because Jake is coming back with yeah. Third Eye Blind. No, I'm disappointed. You're right. Is it it's the July Greek? 20th at the Greek. Yeah, I know this because I bought the tickets, I think. <laughs> I, think. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't buy them yet. Though. I think we should probably wait until you see the concert. Yeah, I'll come back. and fold it into the conversation. I'll give a review. Yeah, Carson Daly style. <laughs> Who here saw the show? Like, <laughs> fuck rock. you, Carson yeah. Daly. Fuck you. That was my moment. Fucking asshole. How, <laughs> you decide how long art should be. Nice. <laughs> Bitch. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, Carson Daly's next. All right. Uh, Stay tuned for Carson Daly. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jacob Mimir. Bob. Yeah, thank you're you, You're my Dan. bosom buddy, buddy. Don't forget that. Thank you, man. Can't I forget you. It. You won't stop saying it. Uh, we'll uh, catch up with you next week on The Throwback Podcast. Oh, you didn't record. That was a HeadGum Podcast.